Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Speak Life Radio. A go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. I want to say good evening and welcome to Speak Life. Yes, it's beautiful outside. You know, last two nights we got day in the nighttime. But, you know, hey, the Lord is. The Lord is. Okay, I didn't turn on that other light, but it's okay. So, today is June 18th, 2022, in the name of Jesus. And I'm lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. I'm lifting you up, beloved. And I'm lifting up the kingdom family. Worldwide, the beloved of God, the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and worn. And we're lifting up the children. Worldwide, lifting up children. Yeah. And lifting up those that are walking their walk. And on that straight and narrow path. And maybe in spots where just don't feel good. I don't know whether you're in the valley. I don't know whether you're on the playing ground. I don't know whether you're on the mountain. I don't know whether you're coming down off the mountain. Or you just, you're on this propel going up. Wherever you are, we need to be strengthened. Because either we're coming out of a storm, we're in the midst of a storm, or we're headed into one. But it might be that season that God has given you rest. Just peace and rest. Just rest. Enjoy those seasons. Enjoy those seasons and get your rest. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm bypassing rest. But no. But take your rest because I had to learn. Years ago, a sister told me about those rest seasons. And when you're in a rest season, if you're a person that's always used to doing, 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 and you hit a rest season, it makes people, some people, I don't know. They, it's a hard thing to handle when you're used to being Martha or you just used to used to being Martha. Um, and I don't know, maybe I've hit a Martha syndrome. I have no idea. But nonetheless, welcome. Um, Father, we come to you right now. Father, I acknowledge you. I don't desire to lean to my own understanding. But Lord, you take the reins, Lord God. You don't have to knock. The door is open. Let us walk together in your garden. All of us as your children, the ears you send to hear, Lord God, let our hearts be already prepared to receive what the Spirit is saying to the church, Lord God, so we can receive and be endures, observe and do as you said, Lord, and then our way will be made prosperous. And so, Lord, I'm asking for... For us to be good stewards of whatever you've given to us or giving to us or will give to us. In the name of Jesus, I ask you to bind up everything that is contrary in flesh or in the spirit or in both. In the name of Jesus, Lord. And I thank you for this time. We come with an expectation to be in your presence. So let your power just rain down. Let your Holy Spirit rain down. Let your presence be known. 
Lord God, talk to me, through me, and for me. Bind up everything, Lord God, and squeeze it out of me that's flesh and pour it in, pour into all of us. We welcome you in Jesus' name. So good evening, beloved. Now, I know um, this title, but this is what really what it is. The body looks alive, but the head is dead. <laughs> Something just came to me, but I'm not going to say. The body looks alive, but the head is dead. Living, dead, or alive. That's what I put on there, but here is dead or alive. So, I got this this morning. But I was in my Martha syndrome, so I'm doing this, doing this, doing this. And finally I had to say, listen, speak live, speak live. I love speak live. You wouldn't think so, because I don't come in on morning, and I don't know why I don't. But speak live. But the body looks alive, but the head is dead. So I was on my morning walk, minding my business. On my morning walk, about to pass, pass the library, coming up into the library. And I looked on the ground, and it was a crazy-looking crack. It was, you know. So I was like, wait a minute. So I don't feel right about this. Yes, it was one of those serpents. Right? As I, I had to walk past the little serpent serpents and but it was dead the head but you can tell it had to just recently been done because the body still looks like it was well intact so I'm walking I'm like okay I'm gonna go the other way because I know what's that way so I'm not so I was like Lord which way do I go he said go back who does that <laughs> so I went back and you know, um, and I looked, you know, I'm just walking right by and I look and I realize the head is dead or appears to be. The head is dead, but the body still looks alive. So I was talking to someone when I first walked past and then when I asked for direction, I was still talking. I was like, wait a minute, God goes to me back the same way. What? No, you, you, you haven't gotten it yet. The body looks alive, but the head is dead. The body looks alive, but the head is dead. So I asked the Lord. And I kept repeating that. The body looks alive, but the head is dead. The church of Sardis. Because at first I was like, you know, many of us are walking dead. We may look like we're alive, but we're dead. Because if you do not, or people are dead, not we, but people are dead. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So there's no life without God's word. There's no life without God's spirit. There's no life without the presence of the Lord. And, you know, I can say this a million times. I have to come with the same message because we don't get it many times because, you know, Sometimes a light bulb just has to go off. Like, 
oh wait the body we can look very much alive but there's a lot of dead men walking dead women walking and some little ones too um because we refuse the way the truth and the life the church of sardis because i started thinking about it and even in churches some of them look alive they 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 have the sound to be alive when well, he says the tumulus city but they're not they're not alive there's there's a lot of people that go into church on Sundays and come out of church the same way they went into church. The body looks alive, but the head is dead. So are we dead men walking? If Jesus comes right now, are you ready? Can you be taken in that first round? Can you be taken? Now, there's many people that has confessed Jesus Christ and still don't believe they're, they're saved. Or still don't know. That means you don't believe. If you confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. But many people, they might do that all the time because they just don't know. And... And sometimes it's because they're witnessing their own life. They know what they're doing in their life. And the thing is, we have to, or it is well advised that we make Christ the head of our life. Not just, I'm testifying, Christ is the head of my life. Okay, what does that mean? What does that mean? If Christ is the head of your life, what does that mean? He because he's head over the church, and so you know, in twenty twenty, before twenty twenty, people was looked down on and frowned upon when you didn't go to church. Your best size Baptist, you. But when twenty twenty came, whoo! Everybody was the best type Baptist, and they was proud to admit it. I am the church. You don't have to go in the church building. I am the church. And now that you know the smoke is clearing, people think since the smoke is clearing. You know they're back in church and looking bad at the bedside Baptist again. But just because we look alive don't mean we are. A lot of people fell off in 2020 because the level of faith really, they might have ran in church in 2019. Might have ran around church building in 2019. Oh, I love the Lord. I live on my love. And 2020 tested faith. 2020 separated sheep from goats. People was warring because some say fear over faith, uh, faith over fear, and some say use common sense, but God never said use common sense because nothing about God is common. But the thing is, are we walking dead or alive? We're in Revelation 3, verse 1. No. Yeah, verse 1. And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, Thing, uh, These things says he that have the seven spirits of God, Isaiah 11, 
in the seven stars, Acts 1, not Acts 1, uh, Revelation 1, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. So it says, um, I know your works, that you have a name, that you have a name that you live and are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, have not found your works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard and hold fast and repent. If, therefore, you shall not watch, I will come on you as a thief and you shall not know what hour I will come. You have a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, in white, for they are worthy. He that overcomes the same shall be clothed in white remnant, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. We have to be in the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before my father's angels or the angels. So, um, are we walking dead or alive? Do Jesus know us? Do he know us now? Can we, can we say, I am known by the Lord because he's the head over my life, because he orders my steps, and I desire to walk in them. A just man falls seven times. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Philippians 4. But anyway, it's not to speak of fault. I know. So it says in Philippians 4, Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Euroditus and beseech Syntec that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labor with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with other uh, my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. The book of life. Lord, help me. Whose names are in the book of life. Mm -hmm. Whose names are in the book of life. So if our name is not in the book of life, how can we be alive? I don't know. Because we can't. It's impossible. Are we walking dead or alive? Today, this day, 
who was in control of our direction. This day, do God recognize us? This day, what does God say about us? This day. This day. This day. This day. When if, if we get called to close our eyes, where is our eternity? This day. I mean, what are we aiming for? What are we aiming for? Who's the head? Who Who's leading us? Who's ordering our steps? Is God pleased? Is God saying, okay, I know you. I know who you are. I know who you were before your mother was. I know. I know. Are we aiming to be in the book of life? Or do it even matter? Do do it matter? Like, is this this is what I want to do? I'm going to enjoy life. And blah, blah, blah. I don't know what's after me. And I'm looking at the cloud formation. I don't know what's after me. So I need to just live now. But, you know, the, the beautiful thing about the Lord is he snaps us out of things. Like, and then when we realize, we, we man, I wasted so much time on, Lord, if I would have left out of here, that's my head wrap. If I would have left out of here like this, I'd have been messed up. If I would have left out of here like this, I would have been messed up. Are we, are we caring about eternity? Is anybody thinking about that? Do anybody teach about eternity? Is, is there houses that's actually teaching about eternity? Eternity, hell, heaven. Is there anybody still preaching about heaven and hell? Because, I mean, are we concerned? And you know what's the thing is, there's many with, with sight, even before we meet Christ, the gifts and the callings are without repentance. So you walk past people, you'd be like, wait a minute, what's going on? Something is, I mean, because... Sometimes you can see somebody walking dead. Like, and it's just like, don't even look. Don't even act like you're scared. But don't look either. You know? And do we even pray for them? Do, I mean, because we were walking dead too. We were walking dead too. And somebody prayed. And, and God blew the breath of life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Thank you. In the name of Jesus, I really needed this because I'm like, okay, Lord, the Lord just sent me this word here because I'm telling you, we have to give up dead things. And because God is God of the living, he's not God of the dead. God is God of the living. He's not God of the dead. So let's go into the valley of dry bones. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Open this up for us in the name of Jesus. Come on in, Lord. Come on in. So we're in Ezekiel 37. Dry bones, dry bones. So it says, the hand of the Lord, verse 1, was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was filled of dry bones. 
which was filled of dry bones. Um, and caused me to pass by them round about. So caused me to pass by. And imagine if it's people you know, you know, I just. So it says, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. The only reason, because there's no living word, there's no living word. Our bodies are at least um, 60% or, or something like that. At least. Let's see. Let's see what goes on. About 60%. I always thought it was so much more than that. I don't know whether Google right. But it's at least 60%. So think of this. If we don't drink no water, are we losing that supply? And so are we dying naturally and spiritually? Because you are what you eat. That used to be uh, infomercial for children. You are what you eat from your head to your feet or something. Yeah, and then they go on to tell you healthy stuff to eat. So I came to tell us about healthy stuff to eat. So he says, um, and he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O you dry bones, Hear the word of the Lord. So when someone is proclaiming the gospel, when someone is teaching or preaching God's word, this is what we're saying. This is what we're saying. We are prophesying everything that the Lord is saying right now because Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So when you come from the word of God, it's like whatever word is sent, it is speaking of a prophecy and it is a sent word to accomplish and to prosper in the thing to which God sent it. It's going to accomplish in what God has for that thing. It's going to accomplish it. And the thing is, we have to receive the word. We have to receive the word. And, you know, everybody just want to hear about blessings, but we should be wanting to hear also how to actually be in the book of life. Isaiah 55 and 11 so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. So he's sending this word out. We're prophesying. Even when we're praying or, or we're declaring, we're prophesying what God said over our lives and over our children God said you should live and not die. God said we should be the head not to tell. Those are all the prophecy of the book of, of Jesus Christ, the revelation of the of Jesus Christ. So it's like I'm prophesying that God is doing a new thing in my life and that the old are all passed away because I'm becoming a new creature in Christ. This is all speaking these things into existence that God has already said so it can manifest, so we can have that life. But we have to pour the life into us. The life has to be poured in. The, the living water has to come into us. So when we, we can bring forth 
what the word says, even when it doesn't even look like it yet. Then we're prophesying to ourselves. We're prophesying to anything that's dead, dry, withered, um, whatever should be having life within ourselves. It says like those in Sardis, there are some in Sardis that have not defiled. So the thing is the sin, the defilement, the disobedience, the rebellion, the rejection of God, whatever the case may be, um, the idols, the pagan gods that many people have taken on, those things are causing death. And even when people are in two different types of faith, you're believing in luck, you're believing in coincidences, you're believing in bad stuff, whatever the case may be, that has overtaken because God is not going to give his glory to anything else. So God is not going to be striving with man to get us to believe what he's saying. It's like we're choosing this day, life or death. So we're choosing whether we're going to be walking, living or walking dead. Because whatever is in our heart pocket and we're speaking it into existence, we're speaking it. I mean, so many people speak accidents. So many people speak death. So many people speak confusion. So many people speak all these things that's actually sucking that water out of them, sucking, sucking the living water out, the living water, because it's going against what God said. So what are we pouring in? More people are pouring in Kool-Aid and, and sweet tea and, and all of this stuff, but they won't drink water. And so what it is even in your natural body, sweet tea, soda, uh, those uh, juice wood, all that sugar, what is happening, your body is emptying out water at the same time, even when you urinate and stuff like that. So what are you putting back in for the life? Because water, water, if you drink water, your body will be purified. Your skin clears up a whole bunch. Your hair becomes healthy because the water, it's, it's God is water. God is water, but he's the pure water. He is the living water. He's water. That's one of his attributes It's water. So we don't take in the water and we're putting in sweet tea. We're putting in soda. All these things, forget the calorie, but the sugar alone in the salt and what that stuff is doing is sucking out the water. It's sucking water out because, you know, well, I drink water in Kool-Aid. The sugar in the dye, it's not the same. It's sucking. It's literally sucking the water out. And then say you eat bread. I'm a bread eater. Okay? I, I had uh, sacrificed bread for a while. Then, you know, oh, did I just do that? Yeah, I think I did. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. And um, so I had laid bread down. But take bread, and I'm about to get convicted. Take crackers. Take cookies. Take um, stuff that absorb things that we're eating. I'm a rice eater. And, and, and take these things, right, that we're putting in, and they absorb. They absorb. They absorb. And now people go, well, you chew it up, and it's broken down, but they absorb it. So if it goes straight out, how is it that medicine gets caught up in our kidneys? Well, medicine go one way and chicken go another way and rice goes a different direction. And That stuff is, we got to put water 
back in our bodies. And the same thing with our spirit. We have to put water into our spirit, living water, not, not murky water. And, and that's what a lot of people are putting. They're putting in, in their spirit, sweet tea and, and Coke soda and, and all this stuff that is toxins. That's, that's what we're doing. And so you are what you eat naturally and spiritually. So all this stuff that's lying on TV, so and you can't figure out why you're having a hard time telling the truth because you, you're, you're pouring into you lying, lying stuff on TV and internet, these lies. And some people live by Google. Now I use Google, but I don't live by Google. I have to study to show myself. And then you come to find out later, it was not sound what you was looking at on Google, what Google was saying. That's what it say, 60%. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? If we don't study ourselves spiritually, somebody's teaching you. Rather, is God teaching you or the enemy teaching you? Because see, when he was trying to tempt Jesus, he spoke a psalm, but he left something out. So it's a lie. He only gave a portion of it. He left out the most important words. And so when we are uh, consuming, because that's what it is, and devouring stuff, it's like, where is it going? What, when we bring in stuff in our eye gates, where is it going? It's going into our spirit. And so it's sitting in the seat of our soul. It's sitting in the seat of our soul. And you know, I haven't watched horror movies in, in years, okay? Haven't, ha haven't watched no horror movie in years. Years, because I used to be horrified by horror movies. I, I didn't even understand the concept. Like, who just want to sit there and be screaming through a movie? I, I, you know, I just, and be horrified and scared to go to sleep at night. Like, it, it just... You know, all this stuff don't make no sense. But we do it because anything that um, the world, Babylon, puts out confusion, we just, I, 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 I got to eat it up. Even though it's demonic and we're eating it up. So we are imagining these things and having these thoughts in our heart because we didn't put it in an eye gate, an air gate. We didn't breathe in all this stuff in our and and we are not speaking it, but we didn't put our hands. He said, taste not, touch not, those those things that are unclean, but we're doing that. And so when you keep putting unclean stuff in and you have water, what happens to that water? It becomes unclean. And Jesus is unleavened water. He he he's not diluted, he's not diluted, he is not polluted water. He's not. But when we're putting pollution into, and you know, somebody could come and, and you know, I, I know people think she's so far out there and I am, and it's okay. I like it. But the thing is, right, we, we're watching demonic stuff and think we're not going to be demonic. You know, the thing that gets me, Christian folks watching all this demonic stuff, I, I, I have to watch it because I got to understand the enemy. No, you don't. All you got to do is read the scripture and you'll understand him. But when you start to put this stuff in, it's sitting in the seat of your soul. Your soul has a seat. That's how you know how people preach and say, you could have heard this song long years ago. 
I was in the store. And something came on from probably like the 70s or 80s or something. And I was just singing. And I have to catch myself. I had to stop doing that because I'm a music person. I, I really like music. And I was saved going into the stores and singing these songs and just that, that, boo, boo, boo. And I'm like, Pat Benatar, no. So it's like, it's a seat in your soul. You have a seat, you have a pocket, some kind of seat. And things that we've poured in sits in the seat of our soul. Because guess what? We have to be delivered and healed. And we have to confess things. And so our tongue is going to confess that Jesus is Lord. So, okay, think about it like this. We're going to cross the Jordan, right? So it's 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 um, accounted to a man or whatever the word is um, to die, okay? To die once, okay? Um, many are going to die twice. But to die once, few going to live twice. So... When we, when we, when we do that, right, and the trumpet sounds, and we, those that are dead in Christ rise first, and then if those that are awake, they rise. So, if the Lord says, every tongue is going to confess, every knee is going to bow, and every tongue is going to confess Jesus is Lord, how do we remember that? After we've died. How do we remember that? After we died. How do we remember that? How do we remember that? After we've died. How do we. We go before the judgment seat. With what? What, what are we going to have to confess? In court with God. Where is it coming from? Okay, the book of life. But if we're confessing it, how? Where's it coming from? Because we turn back to dust. And you know, that skeleton and, and stuff like that. So, where, how do we remember this stuff? I didn't even know this. So, I know this is God because I didn't even think about this. So, yeah. How do we, how do we remember this stuff? Because it's, it's said it somewhere. Oh, uh, was in the books. Yeah, but we going to confess stuff. We're going to court. The books are open up. But we are going to be judged. We're going to be judged. So, we're going to witness and testify how in our spirit and the things that sit in the seat of our soul is going to determine where our soul goes for eternity. So, right now, are we living or are we dead? Because if we dead, it's already it's already done deal. You're already dead. So you're just living out this life dead and, and just going to die again. All the stuff you don't go through and you're just going to just easily just die again. There's no defense. I'm just saying. He says, after I've been on my little rampage. He says, um, he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord, thou knowest. Again, he says unto me, prophecy or prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O dry bones, 
hear the word of the Lord. We live by every word that proceeds out the mouth of God. So if we don't have no word out of the mouth of God, how we living? We are starved to death because we don't live by bread alone. We live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So if we ain't got no word from God, and when the last time you got a word from God? When the last time you went into the word? You got a word from God. Well, I don't know when I got a word. Did you did you study? Did you read? Then you got a word from God. Because where was you reading the cover? Of, where was you reading the cover where it's just blank? Of course, then you ain't get no word. But whatever verse scripture you read, that was your word. That was your living bread. <sighs> Hold on to that. Eat it. Drink it. That's your living bread. That's your water. Drink that water, girl. Brother, drink that water. Drink that water. Mm -hmm. Drink that water. So it says, again, he said unto me, prophecy upon these bones, and say unto them, my Lord, you dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God unto these bones. It's like, listen, you're talking to the bones. You're talking to them. You're talking to the bones. You're telling the bones what the Lord said. This is what the Lord says. So when you're preaching and you're teaching, evangelizing, posting, whatever, this is, no, I ain't talking about that stuff on social media today. The Lord is saying to you, no, that's not what the Lord's saying. You don't even know me. No, don't tell me the Lord said he's going to bless me and I'm, I'm just living so crazy and all kinds of stuff. But anyways, when, when God sends a word out of his word, this is what the Lord is saying. This is what the, now it could be for your right now season. It could be for a season to come. But this is what the Lord is saying. This is what the Lord is saying. So it says, thus says the Lord God unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. We don't have to die. We don't have to be walking dead because the Lord said we should live. This is what the Lord is saying. It's written. It's written. I ain't doing no false prophecy. It's written. He sent me to the dry bones. So it's written. Thus says the Lord God unto these bones, which is verse 5. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. And I will lay sinew upon you. And will bring up, up and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. All of this so we could just know who he is. All of this so we can live eternally with him. It says, so I prophesy as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold, a shaking and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above. But there was no breath in them. They were looking alive, but they were still dead. They was looking alive, but they were still dead. Because there was not yet breath of life in them. So they, they started looking like, 
Because the flesh was upon them, but they were still dead. So it says, um, Then said he unto me, Prophecy, or prophesy unto the wind, Prophesy, son of man, and say unto the wind, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. Why slain? From the things of the world. It says, So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army, and a living army in the name of Jesus. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel, the whole, the whole bride. Behold, they say our bones are dry, our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. Therefore prophecy and say unto them, thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. My Lord, because you're dead. But I'm going to call you up out of that death and out of that dead place. Whether it's Sardis or any other place that you is the sepulchre, the dead place. It says, and you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves. And shall put my spirit in you, and you shall live. And I shall place you in your own land then shall you know that I the Lord have spoken it and performed it says the Lord come on Israel God said we shall live so we shall live let us drink the living water let us come to the fountain of God because thus says the Lord what is he saying to us today let us seek his face to find out what the Lord is saying so we can live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. You have a blessed, blessed, blessed weekend. Worship God. Peace.